0: and welcome to another exciting episode of Pep Talk, the persuasive evangelism podcast. I'm Andy Bannister from Solas, and I'm joined, well, not by my uh, usual co-host, Christy Mayer, who is off doing something suitably exciting and academic somewhere, but I'm joined by uh, Gavin Matthews. Hey, Gavin, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Andy? I am pretty good. I'm pretty good. So it's the Solas boys running the podcast today, so that means we can do all kinds of fun while Christy's away, eh, Gavin?
1: (laughs) Well, last time I studied for Christie, somebody
0: described me as the poor man's Christie mayor, which I thought oh. was a bit rough, but there you go. Oh, dear. We won't go there. Well, to compensate <laughs> for the fact we have the poor man's Christie mayor in the, in, the, in the co-driving seat, we are joined today by an amazing guest. We have Ros Loker <laughs> from Transform Work. Ros, welcome to the madness that is pep talk. <laughs> Brilliant.
2: Lovely. Can't wait to fit in with the madness. Thanks for having oh, good. me.
0: Good, good. So, for those who don't know... What is Transform Work? What's what's it all about? What do you do?
2: Transform Work is basically a network of Christians that want to support. We inspire Christians to transform their workplace and the nation. And how do we do that? First of all, we want to connect people together. So generally through groups, workplace groups or professional sector groups. Um, And then we support them and we equip them. And often we get asked to come into workplaces to represent uh, in terms of diversity, quality frameworks or to talk at events. Uh, That's the sort of thing that we do i mean i could clarify christian workplace groups they're often called ergs um employee resource groups or staff network groups but we like to call them christian workplace groups because we take people on a journey um, from being an individual to growing your group all the way through to where your organization whether that's bt marks and spencers whatever your organization actually celebrates you so we have all these levels in the background and then a professional sector group is where you stand outside your organisation. So it could be medics, nurses, vets, lawyers. And of course, there's sectors, road transport, you know, truckers, very isolated uh, profession or sector, if you like, as you're going around. When you're on the roads, on the M25 or the M5 driving around, pray for truckers. You know, this is their workplace in that trucks. And they do some really great stuff, the Christian truckers. Oh, anyway, fantastic. I won't go on about truckers. That's
1: freighted uh, that's <laughs> with possibilities. That yeah. is right there. So how did you get involved in this kind of work? Because, I mean, a lot of people sort of think about Christian ministry, they, they instinctively think about church, but you instinctively are thinking about the workplace and what's going on in the wider world. What drew you into this whole field of ministry in the first place?
2: Well, oh, wow. <laughs> That's a really long that story. huge question. <laughs> yeah, in a nutshell, um, I heard Reverend Dr Clifford Hill speak at my parents' church about every Christian lived for Jesus wherever they were. Would have a yeah. different UK. And I believe, and I still believe that with all my heart. Um, he's a fantastic guy, him and his wife. They smuggled Bibles into China and he talked about how do you hear from God. And, and I thought, wow, who's this guy? And then he, at the end, I said, can I come and work for you? <laughs> I love this vision. And so um, he said, yeah. So I started off a couple of days a week. And what I did is we had. Uh, the UK Christian Handbook, and we found the Lawyers Christian Fellowship, the Christian Medical Fellowship, hidden in there. And we brought uh, leaders of these professional groups together in meetings of, in the House of Commons with Alistair Burr, MP, Andrew Salu Camel Spellman, Spellman, sorry, to look at how can we change the values of the nation through workplace associations? Can you share your faith and can you influence your institution with Christian values? So this is old jargon. This is mm. going back to 2003. And the resounding answer was No apart from two organizations, which was the Christian Medical Fellowship that had a course called Confident Christianity. So instead of saying, uh, come on, colleagues, come to my alpha course, come out of your workplace to my church. No, no, Christian Medical Fellowship want to train up medics, doctors, nurses, whatever, to be confident into answering apologetic questions in the place where they work. Hallelujah. And then they had something else called Saline Solution. How do you connect with patients not just your colleagues you know there's a logical rational way of doing that so like wow and so that's the professional side taken over professional sex groups and then we found um ctac it was called christians in the audit commission way back in 2003 and they were the first christian workplace group that we had found that had received formal recognition by their employer, which was the Audit Commission at the time, to have a formally recognised Christian staff group that had time to run the group, paid money um, uh, and to meet together and to have conferences. And actually, Jeff Steady, who was the chairman of that Christian workplace group at the time, he would uh, twice a year make an appointment to go and see, see Stephen Blundred down at Millbank in London who was wasn't a Christian, and uh, he would go in with his Bible and say, "I'm here to pray with you. <laughs> I'm praying for you because we're for the audit commission." And he got to read Bible passages and pray over mm. the the chief exec of, of the audit commission, which is amazing. amazing. So when Absolutely. we found this out, you know, what do we do? We're like, right, we want you to share your testimony. Why? Because the Bible says, "How do you overcome? By well, the blood of them and your testimony of your word." And so that's how Transform UK kind of got going. So when we Excellent. found another individual. Let's share other people's stories and see where we hmm. go. Anyway, so you'll some, have to jump in.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna jump in, Ross, because so i to say uh, yeah.
0: like me, you're so yeah. enthusiastic. I love it. So let's but let's talk for a moment about about Christians uh, perhaps at work in more general. I know one of the things I often come across, and in fact I was like this when I was in the workplace. A lot of Christians I think are quite nervous mm-hmm. about being uh, at work. They're a bit fearful about sticking their head above the parapet. You know, mm. you talk about Jesus You get in trouble from HR or the first thing you get is your colleagues go, oh, you're a Christian, eh? So are you, you know, homophobic and transphobic and all this stuff? And so that causes Christians, I think, to kind of shut down Mm. and say nothing. How do Mm. we overcome that? What are some of the ways that you've seen helping kind of sort that out? I'm guessing one answer is community, right, which is what you guys are into. But talk a bit about that, perhaps. But if there are other sort of uh, advice or strategies that you've come across to help Christians who are listening to this, thinking I'd love to be more out there as a Christian at work, but I'm just... Uh-huh. I'm just proper terrified.
2: So good. Well, we're in it for the long game, you know, first of all. And the second thing is, I love our God. He's three and one, he's a group already, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And he and he created us to be in families, we work in communities. Do you know we were born into uh we're in the nations, right? So he's all about groups anyway. And so and even when he came, you know, Jesus had a disciples, you know, twelve of them, and then three of them often came together, didn't it? Peter, James, and John. So at Transformate UK, we are about loving individuals and connecting them to others to have a group because when together you can do more you know when you read Matthew 5 you don't put you know a bowl you put a light on a lamp so that it can shine in the whole room and the more light that you have the greater um, you can shine so basically that's what we're doing. So if you work for, I don't know, Procter Gamble, for example, uh, one of our latest Christian groups that we've discovered, um, we want to connect you together so that you can have a greater influence. If you're an individual and like a business owner and you work on your own, we'd put you into what we would call a Christian workplace ministry. So there's um, faith in business, there's ICCC. There's, if you go to our website, there's like 90 different like um, business type or chaplain type Uh, entrepreneur type groups that you can connect with in your area, your region. So that's what we do. So the first thing is to connect Christians together so that you feel confident in your organization. And then the the second thing we do is get you to start praying (laughs) because we're two or three are gathered together, praying Jesus in your midst. And it's Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit that gives you confidence to be fully who he's created you to be in that workplace. And then what we would say is, you know, there's a logical, rational way for you to share your faith. And that would be to receive formal recognition from your employer to be a staff network group. So you are able to come into your workplace and bring your whole self to work, which means you can be a Christian at work. Um, and, uh, and then you can engage with lots of things that the organisation is getting up to you. So um, just even last night, I was on a call, uh, Water Industry Christian Network, one of our l- new sector groups that we've helped set up. So Thames Water, Welsh Water, Southern. Or in fact, Southern haven't got a group yet, but there was a guy on last night who was super excited to see all these other companies that have these Christian groups within them. He's like, oh, tell me, let me set one up. And um, I always remember talking to uh, Ian, who leads the group in Anglian Water. And, and he won't mind me telling you, quite a shy guy. You know, there, was a, there were a tiny little group of people that used to come out of the organisation to the local pub to pray together, didn't really witness or anything like that. And we helped them grow their Christian group, get formal recognition. And now they've got two groups in Anglin Water, one in Huntington, one in Peterborough, and they have run Christianity Explored through the company. And he, he sent me a message. He said, Roz, he texted me, I'm pinching myself right now. I was like, oh, why are you doing that? He said, because I'm sat with the comms director and we're looking at the Christianity Explored website because she wants to get the logo so that we can invite everything, everybody, all staff from the company to attend this course. I mean, if you want to talk about sharing your faith, I love the fact that the organisation is advertising and you're allowing that to happen. So I do believe in like the ministry of one. Of course, you know, um, was it say in the Bible? You know, always be prepared to have an answer. And we've got loads of testimonies. Even this weekend, we went away to Fowdy Brennan, taking leaders of professional sector groups. And one of the leaders of our another new group, the Local Authorities Christian Network, a guy called Paul, he just felt God say uh, he had a word for one of his colleagues. You know, um, and so sat down with her at lunchtime and uh, <laughs> said, said, can I just, does this mean anything to you, this particular word? You should get him on it. She's a great guy. And, uh, and she said, how did you know that? You can possibly have known this particular word of knowledge. And then literally in the canteen led this girl to Jesus. So, you know, there's a number of ways you can do evangelism, of course. And, you know, partnering with the Holy Spirit is one Engaging with the organisation is another, but just being you, lovely you, who Jesus created. You know, my personality is one that's a little bit loud and out there and I like to have fun. So when I first started in a a, a scientific PR company um, a number of years ago, on my first day, they asked me what I had been doing. And I'd actually been to a 50th birthday party at Ridley Hall, which is a vicar factory. So I just went, ah! I went, I drew and I had a leopard dress on and I was just like I I went to a vicar factory and wore my leopard dress and they were like what like because it was so out of their thinking that I was a Christian uh, wearing a leopard skin dress at a vicar factory in Cambridge at Ridley Hall and it just broke down barriers straight away so I would just say be who you are in the workplace and love 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 people and where the opportunities come you can share LICC London Institute for Contemporary Christianity have some brilliant resources and I see that you've had a number of people on and you know we'd always plug their six m's <laughs> if you don't know about them look them up the six m's of LICC but yeah
1: yeah can I jump in there and ask you a question then? I'm, I'm picturing where I used to work at a call center and I was aware that there was one bloke at the other end of the call center who was a Christian. I heard there might be somebody on the third floor and there was maybe one of the managers, but I wouldn't have had a clue of where to start bringing people together and setting up a Christian group. If someone listening is in that kind of situation and I think this this is on my heart, this is what I want to do. I know I can grow my witness, but I need to do it in fellowship. What's like, where where do you begin? What's the first step? How do you get a Christian group in a secular workplace off the ground? And how do you then go on to the other things you've talked about, such as getting recognition and starting to build something? Where do you start? And what input can Transform Work give to help someone on that journey?
2: Great. Well, great question. (laughs) Set it up well. I would just go straight to our website and go to our resources, www.transformworkuk.org slash cwg booklet get our booklet download our booklet it takes you step by step there's even little blank boxes in there i know it's a little bit childish but actually we want you to stop and pause at every step of the way first question you know what why has god you put put you in your workplace you know your workplace he loves your workplace um another question is do you know any other christians write their name down who's your hr manager write their name down stop pray for them you know are there any other diversity groups lgbtqi disability gender ethnicity groups do you know the leaders of their group stop write their names down start praying for them god loves them you know and then so this this booklet takes you through that journey yeah. but one of the things since um the pandemic one of the beauties that we've seen is um i mean people say how many groups have you got I always say around 500 It's completely fluctuated because where there's been one company had many groups, they've all joined together to have one. So it's like, oh, do they still have 10 or is it one? You know, so anyway, but um, everything's online. And so you could do a little shout out on Yammer. Any other Christians around? Why not? Um, and when you find them, I'd encourage you to set up a WhatsApp group. And then on that WhatsApp group, you know, for your organization, um, Christian group, you can video yourself just a one or two minute testimony this is how i became a christian or a voicemail give your test get to know each other you can build relations relationally on whatsapp straight away so that you get to know the other christians if you're not like most people aren't coming into the workplace now so the landscape has changed but if you are in the same building then you know if you can take your lunch break together, do it. If you can meet before work, do it. I know somebody that works in government um, got challenged apparently when I went in and said, listen, if you're not praying for your workplace, who is? And so they get up at six o'clock in the morning. They play, pray in the spirit language for 20 minutes. In the last 10 minutes, they pray for their line managers, their line managers, line manager, all the way up to the seniors. And they all pray. <laughs> so, And they've been going for two years. And many of those ladies in that group have um, received promotions actually which is just exciting to hear as well but so the first thing is yeah all the information is our booklet but yeah start praying God open my eyes show me where the other Christians are and then when mm. you find them I would encourage you to get a WhatsApp mm. group going and get to know them.
0: That's really great okay. practical advice. Can we put a link Ros? to that booklet yeah.
1: directly into the show notes then so that people can link directly yep. across to yeah, that. We'll do that.
0: We'll put a, yeah, We'll put a link absolutely we'll put a link to all of the resources and transform work and whatnot there on the on the show notes so I encourage people to look at that so so Ros let's uh, take it then a step further so you've, so pe- people have got a group up and running they've met with other Christians they've started praying and stuff how then as a group some of the ways that you've seen then groups beginning to think about reaching out so you've got together you're encouraging of you're praying what are some of the sort of, perhaps, success stories or stories that encourage you that you've seen when groups then go okay now how do we reach out to our wider workplace so I know you're full of stories so <laughs> <I know. laughs> So uh, give, give, us a, give us an example or two of where you've seen groups oh, do that so well. so
2: many different things. What we would say, you know, it's so hard for Christians because they think, I've got a Christian group. I'm going to do church in the workplace. So that means reading the Bible. Nothing wrong with that. We love that book. It's powerful. And it means praying. Do you know what I mean? Or it might be putting on an alpha course or something. like. And we're just like, you're a Christian workplace group. Keep those three things in mind. And so what we would encourage people to do, especially when people are time poor, You know, when you meet together, say you've got 30 minutes. First of all, sorry, I'll come around to your question. You know, what are you celebrating in your workplace? You know, what are you what are the struggles in your workplace for 10 minutes, 10 minutes? The last 10 minutes, you've got your praise and prayer points there, your intercession points. So that's how you can easily lead a workplace grief. If anyone's thinking, how would I even do it? There you go. 30 minutes. Bang. You don't have to spend hours preparing. But coming back to your question, see what I'm like? Terrible. Um, So what we would say to people is what is already happening in your workplace that you can get involved in? Is your workplace or your organisation putting on a diversity and inclusion event? Are they putting on a wellbeing event? Are they putting on a mental health awareness week? Like Christians have a lot to say in this area. So we'd say, jump in get involved bring a, a Christ perspective a heavenly perspective into those um, events and be present be present and that is a that's a different shift from like doing church you know you you've got the opportunity to make a difference in what the organization's already doing and people find that kind of hard because we want to put on Easter events and Christmas events and I'm not saying don't do those because they are quick wins but there are other but there are other things that you can do that won't take up a lot of time that you can join in with. So one one um acute story about that would be in CBRE there's a young lady there who they had just received formal recognition as the Christian group and there was a well-being day. And uh, this lady decided to do Christian meditation. Now, the Christian group were organizing it, so she didn't have to really go, this is a Christian meditation, it's meditation. And so the group brought in bean bags and cushions, low lighting, and she put a background music on. And then she read scripture after scripture after scripture over her colleagues. And one person found it so r- refreshing. He fell asleep because he was so stressed out. But what I love about this is that she she did say, you know, this is from the Bible and I'm going to lead you to the foot of the cross. I mean, the, the, the testimony is on our website, but if you don't believe in Jesus, you can think of somebody else that you want to go to. You know, so she did make it applicable to um, other colleagues. But, there's, but what I love about this is that the feedback that she got from running this event was so good that HR asked her if she would run it again. And I just think that's just valuable, you know, because you never, you're never you partnering with the organisation, you're bringing scripture in and the Bible says that my word doesn't return void. So this stuff is going over your colleagues. And um, so they have feedback. A number of years, this lady had left and I got in touch with Nigel down at CBRE and I said, during lockdown, actually, and said, how are you going? He said, I'm thinking, you know, some groups shriveled up, some groups really thrived during um down. And he said, so excited. So you wouldn't believe it. I was like, what's happened? He said, we've engaged with management. We're running alpha courses. <laughs> I was like, wow, okay, brilliant. And so people are becoming Christians um, and being disciples and then witnessing to other Christians. But he said to me, we've got a problem. And I said, well, how is that a problem? He said, well, the people that are becoming Christians don't see the need to go to church. I said, oh, because they're getting all their support from their Christian workplace group. And so now we've got a lovely problem in teaching newborn Christians in the workplace that actually it's probably a good thing if you connect to a local church because you can get made redundant, you could get promoted or move to a different organisation where there isn't a group yet. And so then where does your community, where is your uh, connection come from? So workplace groups are an expression of church, but they are not church in the workplace. And I think it's really Good to, to mention that. Um, yeah.
1: One very, very quick question, because I think time is almost gone. would be mm. to ask, if somebody is listening to this and they're thinking, but I, I, I work on my own, is there anything that Transform Work does for folks who are loan workers?
2: Yeah. So I would say... You know, what industry are you working in? Like are you a website designer, that type of thing? And then I'd say, or oh, where is your region? And then I would connect you into that Christian workplace ministry. So faith. So in, in Cambridgeshire, there's something called faith in business. Um, and they would welcome you in because they're basically business owners that come together to support each other. And there's loads of these groups across the nation. In Scotland, Andy and I, of course, and you, you know Thrive. So I, if you're an individual and you're a Christian, you're a business owner, you work on your own from home, I say get in touch with Thrive, they will support you. And they have a lot of business breakfasts, prayer groups across the nation. So we are an umbrella of networks. We have got like these 40, was it 52 now professional sector groups, around 500 workplace groups and, um, as I say, 90 Christian workplace ministries. So we will connect. That's the main thing, Christians to be connected with others.
0: Fantastic. Well, <laughs> Roz, you shared so much um, so stories and advice and the enthusiasm and passion come, came through so strong. It's been a fantastic mm-hmm. uh, conversation. The 20 minutes has, has flown by. So we are, mm-hmm. are going to um, wrap things up. But I guess uh, last question, if people want to find out more about Transform Work UK... Where do they go? Is the website the main place to find out about you
2: guys? It would be the website. Um, Brilliant.
0: Excellent. We'll put a link to the website into the show notes. It's really easy to do click through. And uh, we'll also put a link to Thrive that you mentioned there. I know yeah. the Thrive gang up in, in Scotland. Fantastic uh, bunch of folks. Um, but, yeah, I hope this encourages you. And, yeah, if you're in the workplace and you haven't got a workplace going, a workplace group going, you now know who to talk to. Track down track down roles. Uh, if there's one going already, you haven't joined it, get along there. And the other thing as well, I guess, if you're a pastor or a church leader, you know, encourage Christians, right, in your in your in your church in your in your community to get involved in these kind of things, because mm. what an amazing opportunity to just mm. be a blessing to the workplace and see God at work, eh?
2: Mm.
0: Well, mm. Ros has been a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time.
2: Thanks for the time.
0: <laughs> and uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time uh, with another episode and another guest. Whether uh, we'll have the real Christy May or the uh, the substitute Christy May in the form of Gavin. <laughs> remains to be seen. Bye for now.